Okay, that went on a little bit longer than I thought but for segment one. But jumping on to segment two right now, this one is Heartbreaking Success. Uh, and uh, once again, this is for season four, episode 10, with the theme of lonely progress. Anyways, um, this segment is about the loneliness that comes from accomplishing an imaginary feat while realizing it is also setting an example for others to follow or to improve on. So basically, I'm just saying that loneliness is inevitable. And, you know, it turns you into an outcast. And pretty soon, if you, if you, if it is, hasn't caused it for you, you will feel the fear of failure. <laughs> and, you know, maybe that's where these um, high rates of suicide come from on the res. You know, obviously feel a fear of failure, but... Um, heartbreaking success. So the other thing I wanted to say about this is um, with me, I've alienated myself and all the success that I'm doing, you know, you could probably see on social media or you'll probably see when I actually have an event or you hear it on the radio if you're in the local area. But when that happens, you know, it's just, it's just loneliness, man. It's, um, it's going to be a heartbreaking success as far as me being the only one that's achieving anything. The heartbreaking part is I wanted more people to participate and I wanted the Clagato veterans to really get involved and be proud, you know, of their community and just say, well, you know what, as long as the native ravager there is doing all the work, you know, as far as setting all this up, then I want to help them out by, you know, being a road guard or delivering some, you know, bottled water or something. So when other people tell me that I should be like sponsoring a song and dance, it's like, well, that's great. But are you going to help me? So if you, you know, yeah, it's great to throw suggestions to me at me. But in the end, there's only so much I can do as one guy, because like I said before, I am not a popular guy. Uh, and I never was trying to be popular and I'm not even trying to be famous. But as I said in a uh, segment one here, uh, power of persistence, that there are people talking about me and the progress that I've made. So all that combined, you know, it's going to make someone jealous, going to make people jealous. It's going to cause jealousy. You know, we go right back to that childish mentality of using uh, black magic witchcraft just because they don't like what I've done or how I've done it. But then again, you know, I, you know, I, I did get witchcraft. And like I said, you know, that, that buck tooth ugly witch wanted me to be, um, alone. And I'm like, you're doing me a favor lady. You know, that's pretty much what I wanted anyways. And that's what she doesn't realize that she's like, Oh, let's go make sure the native ravager never has a girlfriend. Fine. I don't care. You know, it's keeping me more focused on what I want to do. Uh, let's make sure that any woman that he talks to don't want to help him. Well, that's great because, um, you know, I'm not really trying to, you know, make uh, any new friends because the thing with friends is you don't know if you, how long you can trust him. You know, family is the same way, but um, I like the way my family is now. It's a little bit more structured. We're all more mature now. So we're not all that childish as we once were before, you know, several, several years ago. So anyways, you know, all that definitely works into my advantage. Um, so when it comes down to, 
what I keep, uh, when I'm talking about this heartbreaking success is that, it, you know, the people that I wanted there at the finish line with me, they turned away from me. And, you know, that, that's heartbreaking because, um, I succeeded, you know, with the help of these people, but then they're like, they don't want to cross that finish line. And I'm like, why not? You know, it's, it's something that we should, we should all be proud of because, um, teamwork is very rare on the reservation. And, you know, you talk about raids and the, you know, the only ones who I believe have uh, teamwork are skinwalkers. You know, that's kind of a funny thing to say, but I think uh, those that practice uh, black magic and skinwalking, you know, they make a great team. You know, they, they know how to team up. They know how to uh, go after someone like me and try to stop me from um, achieving these small little goals and tasks and, you know, try to make me look like uh, I'm inefficient, stupid, and don't know what I'm trying to do and, you know, have people not trust me anymore. And it's like, that's fine because who are these people going to trust after they don't want to trust me just based on uh, judgment alone or, you know, judged on just looking at me? Are they going to run back to the uh, the tribal officials that they were talking crap about previously? I don't think so. I mean, they'd be pretty stupid to do that. But then again, you know, you can't really, um, you can't really predict people just like the weather. Now, now there's certain types of people that fit certain um, characteristics where you could say, oh yeah, you know, that that person's going to be a betrayer later on down the road and that person's going to be a backstabber and, oh, that person's full of lies. And, you know, if I give my money to this person, they'll never give it back. So all those type of things like that, you know, separating from, what I'm saying about, you know, being successful, you're, you're going to be lonely um, if this is something you really want to do. But if you're popular and you know how to talk to your community, then by all means, go for it. You might be able to pull one off because me, even though I went through the Clagato veterans, I went through the Clagato community, I went through the Fort Defiance Agency and... You know, now I'm going through those um, stand downs, those outside resources, but nobody for the most part really wants to either work with me or listen to me. And so that's where I just kind of backed off and I said, all right, you know what? Fine. You know, obviously I'm not going to be the leader that you guys are looking for. Um, whatever criteria, persona they they're, they're thinking of, you know. I may not fit that mold, you know, I may be too much of a big mouth, you know, uh, I may just be a little bit too harsh, whatever reason they don't want to talk to me or work with me about is fine with me because, um, you know, I've already, I've, I have already set a task and a goal and I'm going to achieve those goals and those tasks no matter what. So what if, uh, I get witchcraft tonight? What, so what if I get witchcraft tomorrow morning? So what if I get witchcraft during the day, driving down the road, you know, just whatever I'm doing is like, fine, get it over with, man. Go do your witchcraft. I got, I got things to do that are more productive than just sitting around hating and then waiting for someone like me to get sick or get all crippled or whatever. It's like, well, you're going to be waiting a long time because my mind's already set on progress, you know? And that's where I believe that, um, you know, eventually if you stick to what you're doing you will accomplish it you will 
see it through. And it's funny because as you go along, it will, other people will start to notice like what, what happened with me. And sometimes you'll be connected to the right person that will direct you to the right people. And other times, you know, you'll just, you'll just be in the right place at the right time and boom, right there, you know, something started to where you weren't expecting it, but that's the other thing. You got to be ready for it. You know, there's a lot of things people threw at me over these past few years that I didn't, I wasn't ready for, but I kind of learned how to, um, handle it within the last minutes, last few minutes. And I know that the, um, the, the veterans, the, the officers, few of them, they get like frustrated and I'm like, Hey, you know, that's all right, man. I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. And, you know, we'll get it done. And just hearing me say that, even though I don't know what the hell's going on, man, but they hear that they feel safer, you know, they feel like, Oh, okay, well, it's not that bad. I'm not alone. You know, native ravagers here to, you know, help out, but I'm not going to save the day. You know, that's not why I'm here. That's not why I offered you know, I'm just saying, let's just hurry up and get it done so I don't hear you complain. <laughs> and that's where I do notice that the uh, Navajo Nation, as a modern day society, that's where we're at. We give up real easy, you know, we, we quit. Um, and, you know, I'm including myself in there too, just, just so, you know, you understand that I've been down that road before where, yeah, you know, it, it was really frustrating to get this uh, nonprofit to be more, uh, to be spoken of as opposed to me having a hard time to get it started and get it going. Um, when that first started, uh, the company I went through, they would tell me things and I didn't understand. I said, all right, you know, I'm, uh, there were, I think they're still based in Florida, but they were based in Florida and I was calling from Arizona and I would tell them, you know, I don't really understand what you mean. Can explain to me as you would a child, you know, hold my hand, you know, can you break it down a little bit more for me? Cause you're speaking a language that I, I know the words, but I don't know the meanings, you know? So that's where I wasn't afraid to like, um, show, show my vulnerability as far as my inexperience goes with, um, uh, nonprofits. And sure enough, you know, true to their word, they, they would help me, they'd break it down. And that's where they were telling me, you know, symbols and logos and mottos. Do you have that? I'm like, yeah, I, I do. And, <clears throat> and even at the time I didn't, I just really wasn't sure what I was going to do. Originally, I was going to make the mascot, um, a horse and the horse was going to be rearing up and it was just going to cut off like the the top half, I mean, the bottom half, cut it out and then keep the top half in. And that's where I was going to put like Clagato veterans, the war horses or something, you know, and <clears throat> the other animal I was going to use was a wolf. And then, uh, I think it was my sister. I said, you know, I was thinking of using a, um, what was it? Uh, a cougar for, that as our mascot, because it's like a cat, and you know, and my sister goes, uh, no, people might think of it as being like Clagato Cougars, you know, it, it kind of had a certain ring to it when I was, when I was saying it, Clagato Cougars, you know, but she ended up saying, um, you know, just, just go with a horn toad, 
And um, so I asked my mom, I was like, you know, which one should I give to the veterans, a horse, a horned toad, a bear or a cougar? She says, horned toad, get that one. That's, that'll be better. And I was like, okay, it's kind of a little small critter, but um, yeah, sure. Let's give it a shot. And, you know, all this time later, people are saying they, they like that logo, um, that fun run. I drew that within, I, I'd say about a good 15 minutes, but to actually detail it to where it's at, it took me about a good two hours. And then, um, you know, people really like that too, you know? So when we made these shirts for the fun run, that's where others were like, they wanted those shirts. And I was like, yeah, man, uh, you know, it's nonprofits paying for it. So yeah, take as much as you, not take as much as you want, but take the size that you need. And so the fact that we're doing this second run is quite a, quite a feat. And, you know, usually some people say you got to give it about a month to before promoting, but this whole thing with, uh, the date of, uh, September 17th was kind of thrown at me about, I'd say about a good four weeks ago. So right away, the month already went by. So now we were down to like three, uh, three and a half weeks before this thing started. Now we're on the final last two days before it starts. So it just kind of shows you that I had to hustle and bustle to get it going. And who was going to help me? Really nobody. And that's the problem with, you know, a heartbreaking success is that you will succeed under the fact that you will have many heartbreaks heading to that success. Not like literally, you know, losing a girlfriend or something, but just losing the friendship, losing your path. And some people that you really wish were there with you, they they turned out not to be able to help you because either they got jealous or they were expecting more from you. They're expecting cash to be paid out. Um, just whatever reason they have, you know, you can't be a mind reader, man, as much as you would like to be. It's the mind reading part for people that helped you is what sucks because it's heartbreaking. You don't want to know how they think about you. You don't want to know how they think about how you feel, not how you feel, but how they feel about the stuff that you're putting together, your event, your organization. Are they jealous? Are they mad? Are they hurt? How come they're not calling you back? How come they don't want to respond back to you? It's a simple text message. You know, are you going to be available? Do you still want to help? And when they give you silence, what are you supposed to do with that silence? Well, for me, after years of getting rejected by a lot of girls anyways in Albuquerque, um, I know better than to linger and say, oh, well, why, why didn't you write me back? How come this is not working out? You know, what can I do? It's more like, all right, you know, I've played this game before and I lost. So now I know the rules and I'm going to win because I'm just going to cut them off. You know, if that's the way they want it. All right. You know, why should I continue to make myself, you know, stress out over, over something where someone really didn't want to be a part of it anyways. So that's like the, the heartbreaking part right there, you know? And, um, like I said, you know, there was a lot of people I really wish would have stuck by me. And, you know, if they were only to hold out a little bit longer, you know, they would have gotten rewarded, you know, and I didn't know how it was going to happen. I didn't want to promise them ahead of time, but I knew there'd be a way I would find out and give them, um, 
you know, the, not the adulation, not the credit, but just give them what they wanted, what they were there for, that little extra incentive that kept them coming back, that kept them hanging, hanging on and helping me. But the fact that they don't want to deal with me anymore, I mean, it's like, well, then bye. <laughs> There's not much I can say, you know. Um, I did, I did what I could with them while I had them. But, you know, when people start just ghosting you, what are you really doing? You know, why are you still holding on to them? Is, is there a way to get them back? Probably. But I, the way things are working out for me now, I don't have time to slow down and worry about people's feelings. I just got to keep moving and going because the public, um, they're the ones that are making and breaking what we're doing out here. Uh, with the nonprofit or what I'm doing with the nonprofit. And, you know, at some point people do realize it's just me all on my own, just a um, one man rock band, as I call myself, just marching along to the beat of his own drum, just getting things done, you know? And I do throw in the veterans only because I want people to know that I'm not conceited and I'm not stuck up and I'm not all about just myself and my wants, but I try to throw the veterans in there, but they keep letting me down, man. It's heartbreaking. They keep, they keep letting the public know that they're not interested in helping. And this is a veterans nonprofit. This is an organization that they wanted. Um, these are solutions to the problems that they had. And then here they're over here looking at me like, um, well, you do it then you're in charge. It's like, yeah, but you know, don't you want to at least, you know, look back on your life and say that you actually helped out and you wanted to um, make sure that, you know, part of your legacy. <laughs> oh, it's the cats, the kittens. I don't know what they're fighting over. But anyways, um, <clears throat> so that's why, you know, like I said, if you're going to do something like this, just be aware. The success you make is going to be heartbreaking. There's going to be people that you don't want to see turn on you and they will, you know, some of them, you know, the, like some of these older Clagato veterans that, that passed on from old age and sicknesses. Yeah. You know, that that's bad. It's terrible. But, um, as heartbreaking as that is, you know, they had their, their calling, you know, that was already kind of like in the cards for them. That was, that was the inevitability that was going to go happen to them. And, you know, for me to come in at the last minute when all these people are getting older, they're, you know, now the ones that are getting older, the Vietnam era guys, when at that, about the time that the World War II guys were in there, uh, they were like me, you know, the Vietnam guys are barely about 10 years, 20 years out of the military service and all that stuff. Anyways, <clears throat> And so that's why I just wanted to uh, bring that to <clears throat> bring that to this podcast about um, just what I've learned, what I've went through, what I've experienced with um, heartbreaking success. You know, it's I'm successful in making a nonprofit. I'm successful in marketing. I'm successful in putting planning events, and I'm successful in making the events. And I am successful in keeping my word. But beyond that, the heartbreaking part is nobody wants to really help me. Nobody 
especially from Clagato, uh veterans, you know, they don't want to be there. They don't want to be a part of it. And, you know, I can't force these guys, but uh, at, in the end, you know, I got to keep moving. So just remember that if you're going to pursue this um, nonprofit or anything that's going to be valuable to your community. So with that uh, ending, um, you know, let's go cut off uh, that, that segment right there. And let's go jump on to the third one of the night. This one is Mental Limitations.